0: Progressive presents Don't
1: Do It Yourself. Okay, simple enough.
0: Just got to get in there with my screwdriver. Do you mind handing me my screwdriver?
1: Are you trying to say screwdriver?
0: Well, I mean, you're saying it weird, but yeah, sure.
1: Look, maybe we should bundle our home and auto with Progressive. We could save big and pay someone to install this for us so you don't have to pretend you can.
0: (laughs) I know my way around a screwdriver. Oh, yeah, this is going to take a Philippe's head for sure. Save when bundling home and auto with Progressive and use the money to, you know, not... Do it yourself. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. It's another one of our weekend preview. Previews here on the Blue Room. It's Newcastle United this weekend, of course, for the topies that you look to bounce back from that disappointing day at Southampton on the South Coast last weekend. Uh, over on the Blue Room Extra, uh, we preview every game with a supporter or a journalist or somebody who watches our opponents every single week. Uh, this week, I was delighted to be joined by broadcaster, uh, writer and journalist, Chris Henard, who's fantastic on all things football, uh, but is a big Newcastle United supporter as well. Uh, we had a chat for about 25 minutes about how things have been going up at St. James's Park this season. Here's a little segment of it. If you want to hear the full thing, it's patreon.com slash theblueroomextra, uh, where you get multiple shows every weekday. Uh, for all of the season, uh, for the cost of around a, a bevy a month. So uh, do check that out if you want to hear more from us. It's patreon.com slash theblueroomextra. Uh, here's a bit of my chat with Chris. I started off by asking him whether there's a sense of disappointment, a uh, sense of underwhelming to the football club going into the season after the takeover uh, by the Saudi Arabian consortium fell through in the summer.
1: Yeah, I think that's an accurate portrayal of things. And look, some of that is because... I think last season for Newcastle was a very contrasting one on the pitch in terms of, yeah, they they stayed up comfortably. They matched or got around the similar points total as the previous season. But I think the devil was in the detail in so much as the football was awful. It was really terrible. I mean, instantly my mind draws to the game at Goodison Park and and just how farcical that evening was. But (laughs) there were instances like that throughout the season where they wouldn't play well, they wouldn't dominate games, you wouldn't say, well, this is how they won it, and they'd come out with a victory. And I think that, coupled with the fact that, honestly, it's so difficult because Twitter is a bubble and an echo chamber sometimes, so you can think that what you're seeing on there is representative of the fan base. But what I would say is, of the critics of Steve Bruce... the the frustration was is that there was always an excuse. There was always a dig at Rafa. And that's kind of true even now that 18 months or whatever into the job, he is still pointing to the fact that, oh, we're a work in progress. You know, I've had to shift this team from a defensive team. And you just think, well, you know, is is that ever going to change? Because when you talk to fans of his previous clubs, they point to similar symptoms and similar habits that he collected there. I mean,
0: that that's something I've obviously been ignorant of in, in regards to him having little digs at Benitez. Is it just that sort of thing, isn't it, saying that the team is very defensive? Because I sort of look at Newcastle now and what do you think, they're arguably more defensive now than they were under Benitez?
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't disagree with that characterisation either. I think he is someone that it's, it's usually very passing or very subtle. But it's that idea of, oh, you know, I want... He he essentially arrived and said that he wanted to play expansive football, wanted to be attacking, all this kind of stuff. And as that struggled to manifest, he pointed to the fact that, well, you know, when I got here, I inherited a very defensive team. At one point, he said, the players can't play the way I want them to, which, again, felt like a a very (laughs) bad, naive thing to say. Um, And that's kind of been his narrative ever since is that oh you know I'm always just two steps away or I'm always this it's hard even with that sort of evaluation from him to chart the progress so far and I think that's what's been the latest frustration is that he said that you know we're a work in progress and you just think well where's the progress though I don't think they've got better I think if anything they've got worse they've become less defensively sound they've become less impressive in the final third and and that's for me personally my frustration is, is that Benitez was painted as this manager that was forever defensive yeah he would have a game against Man City where he would try and limit the score line for goal difference but I look at goals against Huddersfield Town away from home I look at the 4-0 demolition of Fulham on the last day of the season he was actually starting to build something where you could say you know what yeah this team can play it can get the hmm. ball from back to front I've not seen that with Bruce, I really haven't. And when I uh, I read stuff from colleagues in defense of him, I just think, well, can you tell me what a prototypical Steve Bruce goal is? Because I can't. And at least, regardless of, of what you think of Benitez, who I think could be too idealist and too stubborn at times, I could at least tell you how he tried to play football, even if I didn't always agree with it. Northern tool and equipment isn't just a store, it's a problem solvers paradise.